Well, hi everyone, it's Cor Paradiso here from rural Queensland in Australia, and this is episode 13 of Songwriters and Original Songs. I'm going to start this episode by laying down a challenge, even to all you hardened formers and other listeners. Um, my challenge is I doubt that any of you will have heard all the songs you're going to hear here today. Um, I have done a really deep dive and found some absolute beauties, and none of the individual songwriters here have ever been on the podcast before. We've also got Kate Stanton as a featured artist, that's great, and of course we've got the second part of the uh, Songwriters Corners with Sean McGowan. So strap yourself in, here we go. First up, a newbie as I said, Andrew Pauls, and this is a cracking song. Um, Andrew is from Lancaster, Pennsylvania, USA. He said he's doing an exciting project this year and um, that for every song that he wrote, his brother who's a potter was going to make an illustrative mug. So that would be really interesting to see some stage. So here we go, Andrew Paul, Desert Rose.
song really cool really really cool next up um one of my finds this year and, and i only found them in the last week or two i don't know how i missed them all of february um they're a band called blue one um from north Hants in the uk um uh, they really did they only did four songs um, um but they're all absolutely class ones this is my favorite that slightly waltzy beat and this is called the second worst mistake
sounds like something you hear on classy radio, I tell you. And beautifully done. Next up, a lady I've heard a little bit but never played before, and her name's Beth DeSombre. She's from Wellesley in Massachusetts. Um, I think I heard her about a year ago first. Um, she does all of these songs one take on her phone. Amazing. And this is one of those, and this one's called Walking. over to a second part of uh, Songwriter's Corner with Sean. You strike me as a person that gets in from, you know, has a very wide musical taste. But who, when you started writing, you must have had some influences. Where did your influences come from? Who were well, they? How, where did they come First of all, I grew up in Alberta in mm-hmm. the 70s and 80s. Western Canada. So very much, um, I, I like to say uh, that, that I have a, a an incurable condition brought brought on by early childhood overexposure to Waylon and Willie. 
Yep. <laughs> um, certainly CFCW country radio on in the house when I was a very young child was a big influence. And then when I got into choosing my own and the pop and rock stuff of the late seventies and the early eighties was big. When I started picking, when I picked up the guitar, I got my first guitar when I was 12 and I picked it up and learned how to play it when I was 25, there was a gap. And it was very much, it was very much a, uh, a case of certainly the first songs were songs that I could play, that I could mm. reach as a three chord folky. But as I came to love singer songwriters and love folk music and love that simple, simple form, three chords in the truth. Um, so many came and those early country influences were certainly there. But then when you get into Stan Rogers, you get into Guy Clark and Steve Earle, um, and all that songwriter tradition. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I claim Stephen Foster too, because Hard Times Come Again No More is probably the best folk song ever mm-hmm. written. And it's 150 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, and it's still relevant to this very day. Absolutely. Um, so uh, so that's, that's, I always come back to that, that, that roots of, how can I tell a story? Where is, where's the heart of this? Mm. Um, I also have, a, I'm told I have a, a, a bent sense of humor and that very often comes out in my songs in my duct tape song. And uh, many of my other songs have, have a humorous element, but um, one of the, one of the early critiques I had on one of my most favorite favorites and most, uh, most successful songs was, at my songwriters group early on 20 years ago i take this song that i'm really proud of and one of the guys says um i just don't know is this a cute reminiscence of your childhood is this a, a funny satirical song or is this biting political commentary and i said yup <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is uh we we and, have this yeah, yeah and it's whatever you want it to be <laughs> Um, yeah. And and that I've never been great with with compartmentalizing because nah. it's all part of telling a story. It's all part of uh, telling my well, story. I've had this conversation with a few songwriters, and you know, it's it's the old story of this. Um, there's many ways to skin a cat. You don't have to scream and shout to tell a political story when you're when there's angst. You know, there are ways of. Um, getting people to listen that possibly wouldn't listen if you told a story that way. So I'm with you. You can you can put it in all different shapes or forms. Some of the most biting political commentary is at, at first comes over as almost childish songs sometimes. And, uh, and, 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 and that can be a very good thing. As you were saying that, I'm just thinking little boxes on the Abs- hillside. Little boxes made of ticky-tacky. Beautiful melody. Yeah, instant well. earworm and i'm sure that half of the people who are now singing it in their head right this instant mm. have never really analyzed exactly how heavy a message <laughs> is in that song yeah. um so uh and that that is the gift is and I, I i have thought about this a lot that's the gift as a songwriter is we get past people's filters we get right in between their mm-hmm. ears mm-hmm. and we can sneak in under their guard 
and a little bit of humor and stuff can can even get you deeper <laughs> and then drop the hammer um, look sean i think i've asked you all i want to ask you today well i could sit and talk to you for hours and hours of course but i thank you very much for coming on and chatting again um for the, for the podcast listeners, uh, most of them that have been around a long time, I've referred to you a few times, but we've dug a little bit, um, popped out from behind the curtain a bit more today. So thank you for being with us again, Sean. Well, thank you, John. Next up is, I'm not sure, it's, it's A-F-L-I-N-E-R, Afliner or A-Fliner, I don't even know, but from Pittsburgh in USA. Put some real quality work out this year. Um, a lot of people discovered him in late February in form and said how good he was. And this is a really good song called The Best Kind. Just one eye closed But if I get stuck in a cloudy mood You whisper me some sunshine Till I come unglued You burst my bubble You're nothing but trouble The best kind to get into Happy to get knocked down Well it's a mystery but I've got a clue There's some mischief in my heart And when it comes to you That goes double You're nothing but trouble The best kind to get into I would be a fool not to see The way you have of bringing out the child in me Push my buttons and pull all my alarms You help me find my way when it's dark Your charms have a power that can throw off sparks I feel it humming when I hold you in my arms Sometimes you turn your cheek when I'm kissing you goodbye I can see that playful gleam you get in your eye You cross your fingers but you tell the truth If I checked your sleeve I bet I'd find a trick or two Sure you got a couple, you're nothing but trouble The best kind to get into I wanna get in trouble with you very nice one indeed, really enjoyed that. Another newbie, well, a newbie here, I, I have heard him before, his name is David Breslin, he's from York in the UK. Um, uh, he's, he quotes a few of his influences, one of his influences it was a guy called Jake Zachary, now probably a new name to many of you, not to me, I was brought up listening to Jake on some TV show, can't remember what it was, he always was the sort of guest and played a song 
um, and I can see the influence in there. I was a great fan of his, so I look forward to this. Um, he seems to have a great sense of humour, David, some of his comments about um, saying that he was, he was created in a laboratory and uh, he was designed to be the ultimate warrior. And this is a really cool song called Camels from Antarctica. Places. Uh, his name's Keith Cutts. He's from Atlanta in the US. Um, he does all sorts of stuff. A lot of sort of, I call it light rap music. Really good. Uh, great skirmisher. Loves his skirmishes. Um, um, and uh, this is a really good song. Very catchy. Called "Make the Most of My Window." Time keeps ticking away, I'm thinking of how I'm gonna go and master the day A pen and pad leads to a list, that's the gist Of how I'm gonna clean my destiny and live bliss But I must have missed the jump off, see it's now 3pm I'm on my third cup of coffee I ought to see it creeping up behind me It's an acting awful feeling that reminds me that Nobody lives forever, or how long a life will go Will you be remembered? Want to make the most of my window Did you surrender To the divine flow Will you be remembered Want to make the most of my window I clean my window to a Windex shine By eliminating people and places that waste my time I signed up and gathered the tools I can test For obtaining the training I need to be the best And now the real test is overcoming myself To apply my mind and body to make wealth And tell my quiet self that it's time to get loud And it's gotta get done right now because Nobody lives forever Or how long a life will go Will you be remembered? 
want to make the most of my window Did you surrender to the divine flow? Will you be remembered? Want to make the most of my window Yeah, lovely song. Reminds me of uh, Professor Green, the English rapper. Um, really enjoyed that one. Thanks for that, Keith. Well, it's time for a featured artist again. Um, I know I've said this many times here, but I always love hearing new people. It's always my, I love to hear the new songs and the new people. And about a year ago, my ears pricked up when I heard a, a female vocalist, and I really loved her voice. And I've followed her ever since, so it's probably a couple of forms and a 50-90 now. And so it's my pleasure to introduce today uh, indie pop alternative singer-songwriter from the US, Kate Stanton. Welcome, Kate. Thanks, John, for having me. I'm happy to be here. Great. So how was your form? You, you, you mostly did, you do mostly do collaborations, don't you? Yeah. Form is such a nice time to, for me, to meet new people and um, collaborators really bring out sides of myself that I didn't really know existed before. And um, I just love the FOM community, so it's been neat to experiment and, and collaborate with new artists. Do you, do you normally do mostly collaborations, or was it just this form that you did mostly collaborations? Um, this FOM, well, 5090s, the first time I did collaborations with um, online like that. I, I had done like a songwriting duo with one other person, and I collaborate with a pianist and um, a young girl in India from time to time or a drummer from time to time, but not like we do the collaborations with 5090 and FOM have been so fun. And, and you, you did one with a styrofoam. What was that? You did oh, yeah, one with a styrofoam. I bought that. I actually have it with me. Um, I bought that just for um, FOM. As soon as I saw my profile picture, I posted in the forums, I was like, I don't even know what mine is. And like four people piped up and were like, all oh, this sound equally bad as good. And David Bowie used it. And I fell down a rabbit hole online and, and found a Bowie one. So it was fun yeah. to experiment yeah. with. <laughs> so for people that don't know, we, for technical reasons, we didn't have profile pictures this year. So we got, all got randomly um, put as a picture of some kind of instrument or something to do with music. And I think I was an amplifier and you were a stylophone. So it was yeah. quite, in, it was entertaining, wasn't it? It was. It kind of like we attached these little personalities to the photos and the colors. I thought it was kind of neat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was afraid it was going to get a bit competitive there for a while because, but uh, it, it became fun, which was good. So, yeah. so tell, tell us a bit about your musical history, Kate. I don't really know much about that side so you know where did you get into this and what have you been doing and yeah. you know, where'd you get here you know um I've been singing my family tells me I've been singing since I could talk um mostly probably just mumbling and, and things like that but um I've always loved to write melodies so I would hear it on the radio and then I'd go off and sing and try to write my own thing and I was about 10 when I started taking my brother's video game music and um, writing my own lyrics to it. And they were terrible. They were about like boyfriends I've never had and things that I was just making up off the top of my head. But I started recording them on cassettes. And um, and then in high school, I, I got a guitar and I started 
thinking I could be like Johnny Mitchell or something. I was obsessed with her and Tori Amos and Kate Bush and um, just started falling down the rabbit hole with all these artists that really inspired me to write my own stuff. Do, do you perform? You know, I did, not really. Um, I've done the coffee house thing when I was a teen in early 20s. And I had a couple gigs, like before the pandemic, I was in a songwriting duo and we did a couple gigs in my town. Um, one was at like a street market and um, the other was at a coffee house. So not so much, um, but I don't know, that could change. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that sort of leads on nicely to the next thing I was gonna ask you. What bit of the process do you actually like best? I mean, you, I talk, there's obviously the lyric writing, the songwriting, the, the collaborating, the producing. The, what, 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 what bit do you really like best or, or, or how would you order them, I guess? Um, definitely when a melody gets stuck in my head and it, um, I, I have a music space in my house and I just feel, this may sound silly, but it just feels magical to come in here and um play along with the piano or just sing it into I just upgraded to logic so I'm trying to figure out that doll and um that's my favorite part is is coming up with the melody and then coming up with how it makes me feel and writing lyrics I usually do it that way and um and then you know one of I didn't ever think for for many years I didn't ever think it was fun to collaborate I liked doing it on my own but as of late it's really neat to to tap into the talents of other people that I've met, so and mm. seeing where it can go. Yeah, it is very different, isn't it? It is quite yeah. different. Yeah, when when you're doing it yourself, you really expressing everything about yourself. But when you're collaborating, it's a very different feel. You're trying to meld things together. It is completely different. Yeah, and two brains or three brains are better than one. So it's like sometimes I've um, I've just found it. I automatically think of a certain person or or like an instrument and it's like that's their thing so like they can go crazy with the drums or they can go crazy with the piano because that's what they love to do and and it just makes a better song sometimes somebody gave me and I, I say it here often because it's important for any new collaborators I think the best advice I was ever given on collaboration was don't collaborate when you know the answer and, and I learned that once. And what I mean by that is if you get a song in your head and you know the words and you know the music and you know what you want, if you collaborate, you're only going to be disappointed. But if you have a completely open, well, I've got this idea, but I don't mind where it goes, that's the perfect collaboration. But often I find the collaborations that don't work as well as when somebody's got a set view of exactly what the answer is already. And that's not really... that's. Hardly collaboration, <laughs> but, yeah. but it happens. But it happens, you know. And I it was great advice to me, anyway. So I like that. I also think it teaches you to serve the song, not not maybe your ego or yourself. Like mm. how who would make this song better, and then you yes. kind of just set the song out in the world and let it be its own thing. And, and yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I I mean, I I can just pass singing, but I can play music and I can write good lyrics and so I much prefer people to sing for me if I can but you know you do a bit, you do a bit of each but I I do find with collaborations that if I 
if I hear the music and I know the words and I go, I think I should do this, you know. Then at the end, yeah. sometimes you might say, well, I think so-and-so could sing this better, but that's a, that's a very different thing. But, but uh, collaboration is, is, is a tricky thing, but fortunately we have such good people that we work with, that's my experience with form and that, that you can overcome any of those hurdles mostly anyway. Yeah, I agree. So, so, that's my experience as well so far. So, so what inspires you then? So what, what is it that, you know, you get, where do you get your idea? Where does that first idea, you said melody often, particularly, but words and ideas, what, what, what inspires you? Where do you get your inspiration? Um, music's very therapeutic for me. And um, I've often said it's, it's like a best friend. It's, it's always been there. So anytime I'm feeling down or feeling, um, confused. I feel like I can communicate better through song than I can telling someone what's what's going on. So it, I I love coming in here if something's bothering me and just getting it all out. That's probably the main reason I write music is just to try to figure out what is going on. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, we've talked a bit. How about we play a song? I think the first song we're going to play today is called "The Fog." And this is just you, isn't it? So tell us a bit about The Fog. Tell us a bit about that song. Um, I wrote this in the fall of 2021. And um, I was just trying to figure out logic because I had just upgraded. And um, I was just playing around with some synths. And um, I love to harmonize with my own uh, vocals. So I was like just playing around with different melodies and. Um, I just felt this concept that it was really neat to have your head in the clouds, but sometimes you have to be practical. And what if the clouds came down to you and as fog and you can still be a dreamer and still, you know. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, let's play it. So this is this is first song we're gonna play. This is Kate Stanton and the fog. Living light and warmth in your arms I can feel my cares disappear I can see in your eyes A sincerity that I've only imagined in Thank you. 
weighing me down, weighing me down, weighing me down. Is this me? What's it mean when I'm That's a really nice song, Kate. Um, it's got a nice holding piano. It's not it's not overly complex, but it really makes you focus on the lyrics. And, and you know, I love your voice. I have to admit it. So there you go. Um, <laughs> Thank you. But, but it's the way you you draw the words out. And it's funny because I I I've obviously read and heard you talk about your your um, some of your influences, and I can hear the Kate influence in there. Oh yeah, uh, the I other Kate. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she's brilliant. I, I, I used to ask this a lot, but I haven't asked this lately. Um, you sort of come into sort of form and, and 50, 90 more recently. Um, the question I get, you know, people I, I get asked all the time for is by songwriters, particularly new ones, is you know, how, how do I get started? You know, what, so what sort of advice would you give to people who want to get out there and write songs? I think that if you have ideas and a vision that you just start putting it out there in an encouraging environment, make sure you're sharing it with the right people because some people um, can shoot down your dreams and shoot down your ideas. But if you have the idea, I think you should just start getting to work because it is work and you have to to just sit down at the piano or your guitar and, and do a little bit every day. and I think the larger volume of work you do, the more you'll develop a sound and the more you'll develop the confidence to, to write more things. And I think the first step is just to start from nothing, just start writing and, and see where you go from there and share it with some people you trust. Important, yeah. Interesting you say a sound. Do you think it's important to find a sound, a style? I guess it depends on what you're going for. I I feel like 
I feel like everybody is unique in what their interests are and their writing voice and who influenced them. I think everybody has their own unique sound. And I do think the more you write original stuff, the more that originality will come out. So, mm. yeah. So what's your favorite instrument to play? Piano. Is that you mostly do the piano? Do you, you still play guitar? Um, I, you know, for one of Wolf's corpse songs, I picked up the guitar for the first time in like six months. Um, I, I just like piano right now, but yeah, probably just piano. It is different when you play with different instruments, isn't it? It is, yeah. Um, piano, I feel like I, I do different, way different chord progressions and um, on the guitar, I tend to capo at the second fret a lot and, and do the same. I just, maybe I would need to play guitar better and I would write better on there, so. Yes, that's always, <laughs> the, that is, well, that is the challenge, isn't it? The challenge is sometimes yeah. you, you want to try and do different things, but when you're putting it out in front of an audience, even though they're friendly audience, you, you, you want to be good, don't you? And it, it's actually, so, somebody told me a long time ago, and it wasn't about music just generally, it was, I was doing work with adult education, and the person said, anybody that goes back and learns a new skill when they're older is extremely brave. Because yeah. when you're young, you don't worry about it. When you're old, you tend to do the things you're very good at. And it's very, um, it's very challenging to actually try and do something you're not good at. Um, mm -hmm. but how else do you develop if you don't try but it is difficult yeah. isn't it? It, yeah. it's like you're a beginner again <laughs> I, I'm going to ask you a slightly I don't think I've ever asked anybody well quite this before but um, it's it's similar to one I've asked a few times but um, of, of the current well not say current of any musician that's out there and I'm not talking about air friends in form and around here who would you like to collaborate with in the big wide world? If any musician in the world you could collaborate with, who would you collaborate oh, with? Oh, wow. Um, I really like Beck. Wow. That, I like Sarah Brightman. I would love to sing with her. Um, well, that's an interesting choice. I remember Sarah <laughs> Brightman when she was a, and I hate to say the word, but a tarted up dancer, would you believe? Did you know that? Oh my goodness, no. There was a very famous show that they showed in England many years ago called the Kenny Everett Video Show. And she was in a band on the show called Hot Gossip. I've never yeah. heard of that. Oh yeah, my God, well, you, you, Go Google, you Google Hot Gossip and they were, a sort of, they were on the Kenny Everett Video Show and she was in the band and it was, I mean, you didn't ever pick a wonderful voice then until... The latter days but yeah wonderful voice wow i didn't know that i hadn't heard that name for years yeah yeah, yeah. i so, you know yeah. i would just i like her voice a lot i think she's she's got a beautiful voice well why don't we play another song now this time we're going to play a collaboration um this is one where you've taken uh, carlo liz petty's words um it's mm -hmm. called an orchid waits so tell us a bit about that I read Liz's lyrics um, she had posted during FOM. Uh, she said she had this orchid plant in her office that was dying. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was a neat analogy with the pandemic, how she said she watered it and it came back to life as this gorgeous bloom on it. And I just happened to mention how pretty those lyrics were. And we 
decided to collaborate together. So um, really it started, I loved her words and, and I just sang along. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's she's never never short of finding a collaborator. Is is uh, Liz? <laughs> she she writes she writes a, yeah she, she has cha I, I've seen some changes in the style and even the structure of how she writes, but always enjoy reading her lyrics. They're always good. Yeah, and this okay. this one is very pretty. Yeah. Okay, so let's let's it's the second song we're playing from Kate. Um, this is uh, so it's uh, lyrics by Liz Petty, um, and it's. The rest is Kate and it's called An Orchid Waits.
yeah, well, that is a very good lyric, and I, I think that's a, that's that is well, it's as good as I've heard, Kate, from you. I think that's one of your, one of your best, personally. Um, I just like the way you give it you give it room and space. I think I personally always have a challenge. I always want to fill in every gap and everything, and I, I admire people that can. I guess you've got to have a really good voice to do it, to, to leave those spaces and elongate those words and draw them out. But it just comes out really well, doesn't it? Thank you. I reached out to several people that I admire their opinions on that. And some people thought a synth pad or strings or um, keep it sparse. So that's something that um, Liz and I had discussed maybe it later we'll we'll do some other production stuff with that demo. I'm going to ask you something. Obviously, we've talked a lot about your voice. Do you do anything to keep your voice good? Do you work it? Um, not, not really. I just I do sing a lot in the car. <laughs> That's my practice. <laughs> um, I'm always singing whether. I'm humming along or, yeah, I, I try to eat healthy. I try not to eat overly acidic things and, um, but not really. I don't take lessons or things that I probably should, but yeah, I just try to keep healthy. Well, you've obviously just got natural talent then because you, your voice sounds more trained than you say it is. So, but you know, that's, you know. I guess if you're not out there every night on stage belting it out, you yeah, it's, it's a, you don't have to do the same exercise regime, I guess. To otherwise, there's obviously danger of, of hurting yourself. Uh, one interesting thing: the, the Japanese are great karaoke singers, and uh, I, like I can't tell you if this is true or not, but I used to work with a Japanese lady who sang, and she said she never eats chocolate before she sings. Really. Isn't that weird? I, yeah. I just, that's, that just came into my head, honestly. I remember this lady, a lady called Maho, and she I worked with her for a long time, and she they all sang, you know, very important, their karaoke to them. And she said, yeah. the singers, they never eat chocolate. It affects your voice. So, Kate, uh, what's next? What are you going to do now? Um, I'm working with some people from FOM on some other collaborations and original songs. Um, just trying to keep busy writing original things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you're coming back for 1590 this year? Yeah, I look forward to it. Yeah. Have, have you put out any music? Have you got any, any albums out at all? No, I haven't. What does that mean? Um, <laughs> you, you, I, right, I know. I was, yeah, I there, was something you, there was something you didn't say. I know. Like, <laughs> I I write a lot of songs and post them on YouTube. I, there for a while, I was doing like one original a month or two original a month, but um, I haven't, on my own anyway, my songwriting duo I used to be a part of before the pandemic, we had um, we had released singles and, and things with, through CD Baby and, and, and stuff, but um, I guess I'm just still, I just really enjoy the process of writing right now and collaborating and we'll see. I, I hope to release stuff this year. Yeah. You don't, you don't have to, except we all want to listen to it, but we all get to listen <laughs> to it anyway. But, uh, but um, no, um, everybody's 
everybody's on a different journey, you know, and there's no right and wrongs. It's just, I always, if, if you do have music that's out there, I always ask because obviously if people are interested, I can point them in the right direction if they want to listen to anybody's music yeah. they hear on this podcast. But yeah, I didn't, I didn't do any for years and years, you know, and then I suddenly felt like doing it. I don't know why. And maybe I won't one day again. I don't know. Really, I just, yeah. Yeah. I am, I am hoping to this year and with some collaborations and things, but as of right now, just what I've put on SoundCloud and YouTube, um, that's that's what I've been working on. Okay. Well, we might talk about the last song. We spent a bit of time talking about it too, because it was something else, really. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I'll do this slight bit of introduction from my perspective, and then you were probably more involved later on. I was sort of involved at one of their great formers is a guy called Wolf. He, he's been doing his, his top 100 songs now for about two years. I must have listened to every one of his 100 songs. Mm -hmm. He's been doing them, getting them better and better and better. And at the end of form this year, I think a lot of people tend to feel a bit like, ah, oh, form's finished, what do we do now? And Wolf came up with this idea of doing these amazing collaborations. I don't know where he got some of his inspiration from, and perhaps Kate will know a bit more. But over the the last few weeks there's been three collaborations and I think it's been up to about 20 people in each of those collaborations and they're yeah. amazing mishmashes of music you can tell us a bit more about them Kate and particularly yeah. about the one we're going to play which I will yeah. introduce at the end but the one we're going to play is called Give Me 15 Bertha 16 Skulls it's even got a long title so it tells you yeah so Wolf Kier, um he is from Iceland. He's this mastermind of these corpses that, um, from what I was told, I, I believe he and Liz Petty got together during 1590 and started these like 10 second pieces yeah. and yeah. evolved into 15 or 20 or, or the, the beast it is now. And there's some, um, he, he taps into like um, Fairy Collier and, and David Taro and um, there's a whole list. There's like 20 musicians. Days and Confused. Days and Confused. Yeah, Days and Confused. He's always in there. Yeah, Tony. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear his dog in this one? Bandit. <laughs> Bandit the dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bandit the wonder part. dog. Yeah. Well, everybody brought their creative A game to this. And then Wolf takes this monster and stitches it all up. And I just imagine he's like a professor in his like, studio just like working with headphones all day long and um takes a lot of work to stitch those together and I just wanted to to point out that um they're fun anyone can join um his email is wolfkeer at gmail.com just shoot him an email I believe they're working on one right now a new one so um they have their own band camp and um yeah just it's it's a fun experience. You should at least try and and see. And as you can listen to what it turns out, all the languages, all the the skits. It's just like conceptual art or a musical or it's something else. Well, in a minute, we're going to play. I think they they tend to be about between about thirteen and sixteen minutes each. So they're I call them assaults on the ears. Um, obviously we don't have 16 minutes so I've done a very cut down version for today of about six minutes which has got you singing Kate in it so that's the main thing actually I did notice it's actually got me on it as well it's got me counting in Cambodian 
<laughs> Whoa, that's cool. <laughs> so if you listen, if you listen near the end and you hear somebody going "moi pi 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 bum bum," that's me. Yeah, he was asking for all the languages. I was like, "What's what's this going to be like?" <laughs> yeah, and there were there were a few of the other old uh, suspects in there too. Uh, David Taro was in there, wasn't he? Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. and, and you you've collabed with David before. I think I think probably the first time I ever heard you sing was a collaboration with David. That'd yeah. probably be right in 5090 last year. Um yeah, that was a lot of fun. I, I, I've interviewed David before and well well a top fella he is too. He, lovely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very, very good one to collaborate with as well. Yeah, he is. Yeah, very easy going. Right. Kate, I think we've asked all we need to ask today. So thank you so much for being with us. Um, we're going to play out to the longest title song I've heard for quite a while, <laughs> we said before, which if I can remember what it was called, it was called Give Me 15 Bertha 60 Skulls. So everyone's challenged. You've got to you got to pick out Kate singing in there. And you've got to, if, if, you're, if you're a former, you've got to see out who else you recognise. And don't forget to go to... It's uh, HTTPS gimme15.bandcamp.com and there's three of these on there. And I said to someone the other day, if you don't like the first 30 seconds, just wait because you might like the next 30 seconds. <laughs> it's all going to be different. So thanks again, Kate, um, and we'll thanks play so out. Much. Yeah, no, it's great to have you on. And we have threatened to do a collaboration too, and I haven't Absolutely. forgotten that. And we will do one. So thanks, Kate. <laughs> and there we go then. So this is Kate. Myself, Wolf Keir, Days to Confuse, David Taro, and goodness knows, Golden Angel, and a host of others. You'll see their names all listed on the site. So give me 15 Bertha 60 Skulls. The 60 Skulls are cemetery wall on a cold dark night. You can hear them all singing a beloved song. Some special person stay positively perky, peppy, peptastic. <laughs> the next person could be you. You. Please leave a message. Perky, peppy herself will respond post haste. <laughs> I think the nitrous oxide is leaking again. <laughs> Wide world to see. 
I begged her to be kind Cause I'm a simple man She promised anything You took everything from me Make way for Big Bertha. She's the coolest lady I've ever known, and I have the honor of saying she was my great grandmother. Hola Berta, it is me, your Nigerian prince. This song will be for you. Oli Oda, Oli Oda, Oli Oda, Oli Oda, song now that's only six minutes of what was about a 15 minute and there's two more as well and if you want to go to uh, gimme15.bandcamp.com you'll find that one called uh, gimme15 bertha 60 skulls and two others as well 
and they're really a sort on the senses. Very cleverly done. I think everybody had a bit of fun doing them, so how cool is that? Well, thanks, Kate. It was great to have you on. Um, really enjoyed having you on and some lovely songs there, so thanks. So next up we've got a newbie called Blind Sheepdog, a first fauna. Been writing since 2020, um, but never written as many as he's written in the last few weeks. Um, seems to be really enjoying himself and we're enjoying what you're doing too um, and this is a really good song called Take Away with some power metal this is I think it's like a, a band called Sonata Arctica um, who I've always liked um, this is a guy called David N and he's from Boston and he only did this one song in February but I really really enjoyed it and it's called Bring Back the Sun in eternal winter nights we're riding on and on Alexandra, they told the legends of a long lost night, a marvelous show. 
Well, that's it. Um, as I said, challenge is there. Anybody who's heard all those songs before, I'd be surprised. What a great selection and um, some really different songs too. Really enjoyed that one. Um, so I guess that's it for this week. Um, thanks all for listening in. We'll be back in a couple of weeks' time with a whole new set as well. So um, that's all for now. So this is Cool Paradiso signing off. You stay safe out there. Bye for now.